0: hello everyone
1: hello 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 it's me boozer and i'm the brain i almost said and i'm excited because that's also true
0: and the reason for that is i finally succumbed and agreed to because it took so much persuasion uh to do (laughs) another trappist episode
1: yeah, I really had to twist your arm for that one, didn't oh, I? That was hard work. But uh, <laughs> this
0: time, rather than trying to go for a, a nice brevity introduction to a few places, we're just going to focus on one, aren't we,
1: Matthew? Yes, we are. Shimmy shimmy. Apologies, listeners. <laughs> I make no apologies. You know how giddy I get on the Trappist beer episodes. <laughs> he, he is
0: actually doing a shimmy dance while he said it as well. It is, it's, uh, it's ugly. I'm so glad we're just auditory rather than visual. Oh, well. yeah. I'm <laughs> glad
1: of that every episode.
0: Yeah. Fair. <laughs> anyway, back to the beer. Yes, we are going to the wonderful, wonderful place that is Chimay Per Trapiste
1: And right.
0: we have got three lovely 330ml bottles for you. Or well, for us, even. We certainly have. <laughs> well, what have we got? <laughs> yeah, we, are have opening with, we are opening with the Blonde Doré, the Gold Blonde, which is
1: a nice light opener at 4.8%. Yes, Ddo. And then we're going to move on to the 150, or the Blonde Fort, Strong Blonde, which is coming in at a fairly hefty 10%.
0: Who doesn't love a strong blonde? And Ooh, we're yeah. going to finish off with the red label, which is the BL brune, the brown ale, which is going to be topping off nicely at 7%.
1: Yes, indeed. So obviously this is not the whole range. Um, those of oh, you, good who, God, we'd you know, be- <laughs> who may be familiar with this particular Trapper's Brewery may have heard us wax spectacularly lyrical about one uh, last year which was a special release. But in terms of the core range that they produce, they're actually one of the one of the bigger ones. Most Trappist breweries don't have such a big core range. But these guys also have um, their white label, which is the triple, um, and their blue label, which is, well, I suppose if the red's the double, then the blue label is the quadruple. Um, so we've uh, given those ones a miss just for this time. Simply because doing all five in one episode, I think, would probably end in, uh, you know, uh possibly a loss of consciousness. <laughs> At the very least, it would make very little sense to anyone by the end of it. As was about oh, to well, end in
0: more drunken stupidity than we're used to.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think just f- for the sake of being vaguely coherent by the end of the episode, we thought we'd limit ourselves to three. <laughs> so we picked these three. But uh, rest assured, you know... Yeah, they're all Trappist. Of course, they're all good. We know this going in. Come on, let's not beat about the bush here. Spoiler alert: they're delicious.
0: Well, they're, well <laughs> there we go. And um, much like sort of Trappist tradition, there's not much to say in terms of the artwork on these, particularly. Of yeah, course, as usual, absolutely. there'll be a photo on our Instagram for you to have a look at. But of course. um, the the bottles are beautiful. They are wonderfully uniform, uh, with sort of embossment. On the neck of it, you've got a lovely circle with ADS in it, and then underneath you have in wonderful fonts Scourmont, which is Mm. the name of the Abbey that they're from, is that right?
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the name of the brewery and the name of the Abbey is not often the same.
0: In, indeed. And in fact, actually, if I look around the back of the bottle, it, it even says Abbe de Scarmont rather than just Scarmont itself. So I really should. Indeed. At all oh, actually, more, I've, I've
1: just I've just noticed at the bottom of the label, it says bier Brassé en Belgique à l'abbaye de Scarmont. Ale brewed in Belgium at Scarmont Abbey.
0: In, indeed. I mean, they've said it three <laughs> times now, so I think we <laughs> probably have worked I out where it's from. I think we, we probably have. Yeah. Yeah. Well done us. <laughs> and, yeah, onto the onto the back, it says, Chimay Gold is a light blonde beer that combines spicy and floral notes with a touch of citrus. Mm. The Trappist logo certifies that this ale is brewed in a Trappist abbey and that the majority of sales income is intended for social aid. Beer fermented in the bottle.
1: Indeed. Should be pointed out that it does say the majority of... Um income there is for social aid the rest of it will simply go to the upkeep of the brewery itself um, the monks themselves don't make any personal profit out of this that's that's part of the deal so uh, as you may know we've we've done one or two beers from this particular Lovely Trappist Abbey slash brewery before, um, and if you didn't know that, then please go back and listen to our previous Trappist episodes. Mm. Please, please, please do. Um, so I'm not going to go on about um, about Trappist beer or about this particular abbey itself because we, you know, we've we've done that before. We've been there. Um, even in the case of this first beer um, being a partis beer, we've had one of those before on on the show. So um, hopefully, if you go back and listen to that, you'll you'll know all about what a partis beer is and why it's so interesting. So, I think really we should just crack on with these beauties, shouldn't we?
0: I think we should. I mean, I even mm. I did a little bit of research before this episode because I knew how special it would be. Wow! And
1: the one
0: thing that I learned It'd was that you. it was actually a. I know, right? That um, <laughs> it was a small group of monks from Vestfalteren that uh, took up yeah, they the rest branched and off, didn't they? the aim. They branched off, mm. so you know, yeah, we're still we're still seeking that Holy Grail of
1: beers. Yeah, and the legend,
0: phrasing very much chosen deliberately there um yeah. but it's nice to know that this was obviously uh, you know a bit of an offshoot thereof so
1: uh... absolutely and this is um obviously one of the belgian trappist breweries so most of them are uh, from belgium the majority are from belgium um hence the uh, the predominance of french on them and it's one of the biggest and, and most well known so uh, y- y- if you've come across trappist beers there's a reasonable chance that you'll have come across this brewery before
0: There, I mean I've gotta be honest, I discovered Chimay sort of in my teenage years, being on sort of holidays in France, sort of on the shelves of the French supermarkets, before I even knew what a Trappist beer was.
1: It's neverly right. Well, (laughs) let's let's get it open. Let's go. Yeah. That is
0: slowly trying to creep out the bottle a little bit, but not too much. Mm,
1: Just a little. Just a little. Now, we've obviously mentioned uh, the colours of these, of these beers already. So we've got, as mentioned, the gold, the red, and well, I called it the 150. It's also the, what, green, teal? Yeah. Um, and that's because uh, this is one of the Trappist breweries that designates their beers by colour. Um, so they'll often designate their beers not by name or, or anything as such, but by either a number or a colour. Um, and that's what that's what she may do so you've got you know in the main lineup, you've got gold red white blue and then the 150 is the sort of slight outlier which is the special edition they did for their 150th anniversary I believe which is um, a sort of tealy green colour
0: indeed and unsurprisingly the Blonde Dore is indeed blonde well
1: who'd have thunk who'd have thunk it's looking good that Looking it really is good. It's looking
0: wonderful. Got a nice sort of small head that has just sort of maintained itself
1: on the top. Yeah, it looks really pleasant. And oh, the nose on that—it's oh, it's just wonderful, isn't it?
0: It's lovely. I'm getting sort of Such nice estery
1: spices,
0: getting a little bit of honey.
1: Mmm, yeah, getting some lovely fruity notes as well. Mm. bit of um, bit of citrus, bit of stone fruit there, just slightly floral. It's there's so much to it. So much to it, you know, uh, that you just don't often get with a four point eight percent beer, and that's that's you know that special magic Trappist touch.
0: It is indeed. Well, let's get
1: into it, shall we? Absolutely. Sante.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I mean. We all knew what was on the cards here, didn't we?
0: Indeed, and yeah, you know, as we've <laughs> sort of mentioned before, when we had a Parters beer on the show, what I love is just how you get that depth of everything that's going on, like you'd expect, with just a wonderful mm. light crispness to it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is the brilliant thing about a Parters beer. You know, you get all that trappisty goodness, but without the strength, and you know, it still delivers. You know, it still delivers in terms of flavour, in terms of texture, and it's sessionable. <laughs> and that's that's the brilliance of it. It's ah, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, everything that we mentioned in the nose is is there in abundance in in the in the flavour. It's it's just wonderful.
0: It really, really is. <laughs> Excuse me. It really, really is. Um I, I'm not really sure what else to say, which is a worrying thing given the fact that we're a <laughs> podcast. But I yeah,
1: a bit of a problem.
0: It's sessionable, it's light, it's refreshing. I mean, dare I even suggest possibly drinking it a tad warm. It could do with being just a a, a touch chilled, perhaps. Um,
1: Possibly a bit, yeah.
0: And I do mean very much chilled rather than refrigerated.
1: Exactly. I mean, you know, definitely you don't really want this any colder than cellar temperature because you will lose half the flavor Mm. Um, sadly living on the second and third
0: floor of a building I haven't got one of those Yeah,
1: unfortunately yeah I think my garage does a reasonable job of of replicating that given that it's all basically um, it's all basically just sort of cement and and breeze blocks in here it's sort of slightly industrial feel to it but it works really nicely and keeps the beers at a nice cool level year round which is very handy Nice, well, wow. um, but yeah, this is this is absolutely lovely. Obviously, you know it's it's a Trappist beer. You know that it's going to be as soon as you see that little seal on the back of the bottle that says "Authentic Trappist Product." That, as I've said before, and will no doubt say again, is the greatest guarantee of quality in the beer world. You know, you, you just you're going to get something really good, yeah, every time. You're not wrong. Mm-mm.
0: You're not wrong. Well, with that in yeah. mind let's write this bad
1: boy let's do it let's absolutely do it now i don't want to get too ahead of myself because we have still got two others from the same um abbey to come sure so i'm going to be reasonably um restrained here and i'm going to say for now a provisional 3.75 i think would be fair because this is you know it's a very good absolutely you know brilliantly solid Trappist beer, maybe not hitting the, you know, incredible unscalable heights of some other Trappists we've had before, you know, which is, which is fine. It's, it's in Trappist terms, it's fairly sort of average, I suppose, which, you know, still makes it bloody brilliant in terms of the rest of the beer world.
0: Yeah. I mean, that that's completely fair. Whilst we've been sort of talking crap there, I've managed to look up what, or certainly what oh. I gave the, uh, I the Vestmala Extra.
1: That was the um, one.
0: And I'm sure I can find you. We both gave exactly the same. We both gave it a 3.75. So there oh, we well. go.
1: Yeah, there you go. Seems about right, doesn't it?
0: Onto the 150.
1: Oh, yes, please.
0: And Actually, in fact, before we move on, probably worth saying, and it'd be sort of, you know, similar for all of these, but these beers are also not just available in the 33 uh, centimeter bottles. So the Chimay Gold, for example, actually, yes, good point. is also available in a wonderful big... Sharer or big selfish 75 centiliter bottle depending on what need yeah, you're in. Me. Um and also if you're lucky enough to be in the right place, you can get it fresh off the tap as well.
1: Oh well, doesn't that sound enticing? It, I mean,
0: it does, doesn't it? Can you imagine? flipping crikey. Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I it want now. it very
0: much. Um mm. <laughs> anyway, on to the uh on to the 150. Um yeah. And yeah, as as Matthew already said, you know it was brewed for the first time in twenty twelve uh, for the brewery's one hundred fiftieth anniversary. And what I like about the fact with this as well is that it was a limited edition. One hundred and fifty thousand bottles were were produced.
1: That's pretty cool, isn't it? I like and how that. cool as well that this is this is a brewery celebrating celebrating it. 150th anniversary and we you know we've (laughs) the most the most uh, most of the breweries that we've had doing their birthdays recently have been you know sort of in the five to ten ten year region yeah exactly this is this is a beer brewed for its 150th anniversary and there again is the difference with trappist beers so um, On the back, uh, as they describe it, Chimay 150 is a strong, sophisticated and refreshing blonde beer with a balanced flavour and a floral fragrance combined with hints of dried fruit and spices. And then the bit about the, the spiel about the Trappist logo. So this is kind of a triple, I suppose, really, and it's going to be fairly comparable, I should think, to, to the white label. Um, So it'll be interesting to see. Um, how it differs but I think in terms of style it's pretty clear you know 10% blonde that's that's essentially a triple isn't it
0: it is indeed it yeah. is indeed and much like I just sort of said with the other one it is available also in the 75 centilitre oh, bottle yeah. size as well as the 33 probably for the if best that right we only them. have 33 centilitres in front of us
1: <laughs> yeah probably Let's be because honest otherwise about that's it. essentially a bottle of wine it, it yeah it, <laughs> it
0: absolutely absolutely yeah, it's just is. a
1: bottle of sparkling wine.
0: Um, And and while while we're talking about it, I probably should have mentioned it with the first one as well. If you get hold of these or if you get hold of any of the Chimets, can I please encourage you actually just to have a look at the the website while you're doing so? Because there's absolutely bundles and bundles and bundles of information on there.
1: uh, That's a good point. Including
0: a wheel of flavours.
1: Yeah, it is a fantastic website, isn't it? It's, it's it's definitely one of the better ones.
0: It's fantastic. It's wonderfully up to date, given how old the Abbey is, and I know the internet isn't yeah. that old. Before you try and sort of trip me up on that, um, but it's it's <laughs> wonderful, for, wonderfully forward in what they're doing. And, and actually, the other thing yeah, that is yeah, wonderful is. on here is that Chimay aren't also known for their beers. They also produce (laughs) cheeses.
1: Well, yes.
0: And do wonderful beer and cheese pairings, which just excites me so
1: much. Oh, the Trappist cheeses. At some point, we're going to have to get our hands on some of their cheese, aren't we? I mean... It would be rude not to. It would be terribly remiss of us not to do that. (laughs) Maybe that'll be our next Trappist episode. Maybe, Maybe. but for now... For now, yes. We have the beer. Let's crack this bad boy open. Hello.
0: Again, just trying to sneak out the bottle a little bit for me, you sneaky little beggar.
1: Mine's been fairly well behaved so far, I have to say. You never really know. It's the wonderful thing about these being bottle conditioned. You know, no two bottles are ever quite the same, which is rather lovely.
0: That is very, Um, very true.
1: And actually speaking of um, while we're pouring this, I'd like to take just a second to talk about um, the aging potential when it comes to Trappist beers, because people don't often think about beer as having the potential for aging, certainly not in the same way as wine um, or indeed, indeed spirits, but Trappist beers particularly lend themselves really well to being aged anything up to, I'd say three to five years, really, for some of the stronger styles. And I think this would be a perfect candidate because they will evolve as they as they age, you know they will take on new flavors. Obviously, um, they are already conditioned in the bottle, but I, you know, they they will develop as mm. they age, and you know, you you can see just from looking at the the best before date on any particular uh, Trappist beer you happen to have. You know, we've had these bottles for a little while, yeah, but they're still years within their dates. I mean, this one doesn't that doesn't have a best before date until summer of 2024 yep. the previous one was 2023 the, the the dark one we've got um
0: 2025
1: 25 yeah i mean that gives you an indication of just how well these beers will well actually no not how well they'll last how well they will in fact age and and even potentially improve so oh, worth, considering. Sure. Sure. worth considering very much i mean there's
0: there's another um trappist beer that i know you're a far bigger fan of than I am, and remember we went to a wonderful pub in London. If if you haven't been to De Hems on the edge of Leicester uh, Square, yes, go. A phenomenal oh, do, selection really do. of Dutch, Belgian beers, Trappist, you name it. Oh,
1: it's a wonderful and place. Um, oh, it's so good.
0: It is, but they 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 actually on their menu they have a Trappist beer that is just the singular that's available from the the um, Abbey that it comes from. But they actually, when they're able to, will put a crate of them to age for a year or two, and then, or even more, more, I think it was maybe, maybe have been sort of three or four years age. Yeah,
1: I think the one we um, had was three, wasn't
0: it? Something like that, wasn't it? But um they actually yeah. had it on their menu as Aged beer
1: um exactly
0: and uh yeah. do you know what the, normally when i've had it sort of fresh and in inverted commas with you I, I wasn't a huge fan of it but once it had aged it took on a whole different characteristic
1: yeah i remember that it was so interesting and to be fair that particular one is one of the more acquired and unusual tastes in, in sure. trappist brewing which is part of what i think makes it so interesting i oh, ask yeah, completely um, fair but yeah that that was really fascinating to to see to see that and to see what they did with it, and it caught us both out. At first, we thought, hang, "Hang on a minute, we're not aware of this of this." Yeah, Abbey when did they start releasing this? Exactly, but it was actually mm-hmm. Dehems themselves who had aged it, which is really a very cool thing to do and very forward it thinking. Shows that them.
0: they know what they're doing,
1: and it really, sh- definitely happen? shows they know what they're doing, which I think was absolutely brilliant. Anyway, really back, admired that. Back
0: to back to this beer, yeah. Um, I mean, a lovely, lovely blonde, but a deeper, deeper color than the first one.
1: Much, yeah, really rich, oh, you dark can, blonde.
0: Even just not having the bottle in front of you, 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 you could tell looking at each of them that this is going to be deeper. Although it's not a deeper, it's a...
1: Ah, very good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, no. I'll give you, I'll give you a little uh, little round of applause for that oh, one. That was you. very nice. Thank you,
0: thank you. I'm going to drink this now.
1: <laughs> good idea. Santé. Santé. Ooh. Whoa! Oh, there's there's some stuff to unpack there. Bloody hell!
0: There is. I mean, again, certainly I'd say oh. if you're going to have this, it will take you a good few sips to sort of get into it because that initial mm. hit, dare I say, is, is it, you can tell it's strong.
1: You can, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go quite so far as to call it boozy, but you can Not tell that quite, there is strength there.
0: It's, it's, this yeah, is, it's
1: close. This is bordering on being both Beauty and the Beast, let's just say. Yeah, fair. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, other Disney films are available. Almost forgot Phew.
0: few that were stolen from old fairy
1: tales. Shh, don't say that. Don't say that, we'll get in trouble. Bye. <laughs> <Hi. laughs> but yeah, obviously, you are correct. Um, yeah, so what have we got here? I think the The yeast is playing a strong role in this. There's lots mm. of big estery notes in here. I think <sighs> that's what makes this so difficult to review, actually, because I think everyone's trouble with esters is that everyone will pick up different things from them, you know, depending on on what, what your palate's like.
0: Mm.
1: So... I'm picking up plenty of fruity notes, maybe even a hint of bubble gum off this, which I know not everyone else will. I'd, I'd say there's a good chance that people pick clove out of this as well. I was about to uh, say I'm, I'm getting quite a clove, notes.
0: almost a little yeah. bit of a banana-y note.
1: Exactly, and banana as well is a, is a really common one. Um, I am getting a little bit of that, um, but it it's such a it's such a complex flavor profile, mm. and it, it's incredibly rich. This, I mean, wow, mm. it's really. It doesn't feel sort of thick, thick, but it feels, you know, nicely mouth-coating, I suppose. And there's just a touch of dryness in the finish, which actually just really helps make it linger Mm. very nicely. It's a really nice, long finish. I mean, I'm taking my time between sips, but it's not going anywhere. Absolutely not going anywhere. And it's so buttery. I mean, just... Oh, that... that... (laughs) That richness to both the flavour and the mouthfeel is just a triumph.
0: It it certainly is. I mean, you know, mm. partly through it probably being limited release, partly through it being as strong as it is, you can't get this on tap. And that's probably a good thing. You're probably just as well. A, you're not going far afterwards. And B, at 10%, mm. it would not be coming cheap with it. Let's be honest you, about You're
1: it. damn right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but th- this is everything inch a first class strong blonde ale um i, I don't know what else to say really you, you, you kind of it's almost impossible really for us to do it justice by describing it to you kind of it's one of those beers that you have to taste it for yourself um partly because you'll probably taste different things to us anyway actually well that but what we can say is it's bloody very good. fair
0: point yeah no it's it's true Well, as you say you know the way those esters play on different people's sort of tongues and taste buds and palates mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. You are definitely highly likely to get something else. I mean, we've both talked individually about having, you know, slightly different experiences with the esters and what we're getting from them. Best thing we can do is, as I say, get hold of it. Maybe have a little bit of a cheeky look at the, uh, the website and that, that wheel of flavors. But after you've had a couple of sips, mm-hmm. see what you can find first and then have a look and see what they see. If you think it compares with the, uh, with what they've written.
1: Absolutely. That's a good idea. Could be could be quite a fun game, I think. That's the beauty of tasting Trappist Beers, really, is, is that you really can do a proper tasting with them. You know For what sure. I
0: mean? Oh, yeah. absolutely.
1: I mean, if you if you feel inclined, as we all know I do, you can get really nerdy about it. You nerdy? <laughs> <Surely> <laughs> Which may not necessarily appeal to everyone, but if you like a good if you like a good wine tasting, I'll tell you what, this is every bit the equivalent you know this is every bit as fine every bit as complex every bit as much worthy of a serious tasting as a really good wine this is you know this is proper fancy grown-up beer if you like
0: what the hell are we doing drinking it then we're not fancy grown-ups I've no
1: idea <laughs> no, we are absolutely unworthy of this no i don't think,
0: don't think anyone truly is worthy of it but before we spout Not too possible. much crap um maybe too late um mm-hmm.
1: thoughts on rating yeah i mean it kind of has to be a four at least doesn't it really
0: quite possibly i mean i've yeah I mean, it's definitely uh, around that region I'm. I'm
1: it's got to be a, a roundabout there
0: yeah i mean if, if i was going to be sort of you know really really firm i'd probably give it Please around do. about
1: 3.9 3.95 ooh okay so just i'm just touching i'm just yeah i'm just, try- yeah, I'm just trying to
0: decide whether it okay. quite peaks up to the four it is, yeah yeah no it's definitely enough. that region i completely agree with you on that um, and it feels really unfair to give it a 3.75
1: well no that's that's but interesting just, though, isn't if it's it it's quite
0: reaching that four i mean it is delightful um and again perhaps mm. i just need it a touch a touch more temperate than uh, than the way I'm drinking it now. Maybe I do need to sort of dig into the the foundations Maybe. and build myself a cellar. But
1: <laughs> it'd be for this, it'd be worth doing. That's for sure. I, yeah, worth.
0: it certainly would be. Um, so yeah, I'm going to sit on the fence for a little bit on that one and, and decide, make a decision. Maybe i will sort of yeah. But it's definitely in that region. I completely agree with you on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's a bloody good beer, and it is a bloody good beer. We think that you will like it, so seek it out, everyone.
0: And with that said, we're two thirds of the way through.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Let's go on to some and brown, shall we? Feeling merry? Oh, that that phrasing seemed wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, then let me put it this way: Let's move on to beer three, which is the beer brew.
1: Well, that's that nice, less that that's better? less deter less disturbing, yeah.
0: I mean, okay, yeah, fair. I'll give you that. And, um, makes you me know, feel less dirty. <laughs> you know that I don't want to make you feel dirty, not after what happened last time. Anyway, Uh-oh. the Chimay Reds is a copper tinted brown ale that combines generous fruity flavors with toast and sweet caramel.
1: Mm-mm. Trappist logo
0: mm. certifies that this ale is brewed in a Trappist Abbey and that the majority of sales income is intended for social aid, beer fermented in the bottle. So we knew that bit anyway. But, yes, uh, indeed, we did. Much excites. And, um, Going back That's to the sorts of various uh, vessels that this could be purchased in. Uh, we've got the 33-centiliter bottle again. You've got the 75-centiliter bottle available for this one. And indeed, a one-and-a-half-litre magnum of the stuff, if Whoa. you so desired. And Say it, what? Oh, yeah. It comes in a big boy as well. Of course, yes, it, it is does. also being one of their uh, main Uh, sort of lines of beers it is also in the right places available on tap which is just a wonderful thing
1: absolutely this is the shime red is just one of their absolute classics this is essentially their double so this is you know this is meat and potatoes trappist beer this is except that they
0: pair it with cheese instead of meat and potatoes
1: well yes yes but hey you know meat and potatoes often goes well with cheese
0: no although of course
1: Basically, everything goes well with cheese. I like cheese.
0: Mm. It's those deep and meaningful moments that we share that make this so enjoyable. Yeah, I know, right? I also <laughs> like cheese. I also like beer, and I'm opening yes. this one
1: now. This is one of those. Mm. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Get in my tummy. <clears throat> so so that,
0: that one was the most active of the three for me. It did actually sort of creep out the bottle a little bit.
1: Interesting. Mine's still absolutely well-behaved and complacent.
0: Mine's complacent. obviously just that's far right more excited to see me than yours is.
1: Ah, uh, If you choose to believe that, that's fine.
0: And I do. I have
1: to say, though, it's pouring with a beautiful huge, thick, creamy head who uh, now misses. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it um, certainly is i mean
0: it's dissipating fairly well but um it's nice to see it that it has is, yeah. that wonderful head and yeah as that's
1: really earlier, tight froth yeah,
0: there tight froth kicking out that co2 so it's far more pleasant to drink
1: but you can tell from how minuscule the bubbles are that this is going to be or okay. oh, i mean this is going to be smooth sort of smooth it's going to be very smooth sort of smooth
0: what much like the last one was deep sort of deep
1: absolutely yeah exactly and I think this one's. This is interesting because I think this one is almost more of one of their core range beers than the other two. You could say that, the, you know, the 150 has become core range, but it started out as a special edition. And, you know, the, the gold, likewise, Parter's beer isn't normally part of a, a Trappist. It's normally a the one they keep Abus themselves, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. It's not normally part of the lineup that Trappist breweries actually sell. So this one is as i say this this is more i'm trying to think of a different phrase now than meat and potatoes (laughs) this is more of one of your standard trappist styles let's say yeah,
0: it's one of your staples isn't it it's one of
1: your staples yeah exactly exactly that so i'm interested to see how this performs i have had this before i should point out but not for quite a while actually
0: same here although you say about the part of i completely agree with you but it's interesting to have seen over the last i mean particularly noticed over the last few years really Mm. That more of them, more of the abbeys are starting to release them and extend their range just that little bit.
1: It, yeah, they are, and I think that's really interesting. I, oh, I sorry, I should say they're available exciting. range
0: because they were brewing them anyway.
1: But well, yes, of course, yeah, they're they're commercially available range that Indeed. they sell. Yes, um, no, it is interesting to see that actually. It it really is. Um, you know, as we saw last year with with Vestmala newly releasing theirs. Mm. I thought that was that was absolutely fascinating. But I think Shimei are one of the few who've had their Parters beer pretty much around for a while. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, what, as as I say, say, they, they may have been the first to do it, but don't quote they me They could on that. very well have been. I mean, and have their Blonde available as well as their 8 and their 12. True. Um, True. I think that's been around for a, a fair while as well. I don't think that's a yeah. relatively no, recent
1: thing. No easier to get your hands on, though. <laughs> no. No. But, I mean, it is technically available. It is. We'll get there. We'll get there. One day. I'll tell you what, one day when we eventually do, we're going to make an episode and we are going to be absolutely bursting at the seams with excitement. So, you know, it's just going to be 30 to 50
0: minutes of us dribbling, isn't
1: it? It, it, Absolutely. It will just be completely incoherent drivel, but it'll be brilliant to record. Even
0: more incoherent
1: than usual. Anyway, it's going to be great. But God knows which series that's going to appear in. Anyway,
0: anyway, back to this one.
1: Yeah, it's got some nose on it, isn't
0: it? It it sure does. It has again that wonderful deep malty, bready
1: Oh yeah. Oh. This is oh, this is what I love about doubles. You know, this is really the monk's liquid bread beer, isn't it? This one. It is indeed. It's oh, it, it just smells of rich, buttery brown bread and that's it does. that sounds simple but it's so nice it that that multi grist smell that's just it's gorgeous it's it's like um when you go to a brewery and you know the smells of the actual brewing happening you know when when you can smell the mash tun and it's all basically mm. just boiling boiling um Wheat and barley and... and
0: bubbly, boiling, beer yeah. goodness.
1: Especially before the hops are added, because the, the hops add, you know, their yeah. different aromas, but just that pure boiling malt that's just a wonderful smell.
0: Wow. Let's get into it.
1: Shall we? Cheers. Fonte. Oh. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Just a bloody good double, that isn't
0: it? It's wonderful. I mean, little little factoid for you. I mean, this was first brewed in eighteen sixty-two. Been around a while. It's been around a while. It is the oldest of the Chimay Trappist beers. Mm. It is their premiere. It was their first.
1: It was the originator.
0: And you can see why they've exciting. continued doing it for so bloody long.
1: Yeah, because frankly, they knocked it out of the park over a century and a half ago. So. Why not carry on with if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Why not carry on with something that works? Well,
0: indeed. I mean, that and this is, is very just, not
1: broke. I mean, this
0: is absolutely delightful. You know, it's them, wonderful, again, isn't it? Yeah, those wonderful multi-bready things, a little bit of sort of deep caramel. Oh, you know sort of verging on mm. molasses. That sort of really dark, uh, yeah nice burnt caramel. Sort exactly,
1: that sort of flavors, almost brown sugar mm. kind of thing. Yeah absolutely with possibly a hint of dried fruit as well
0: that Little sort of base. slightly
1: slightly fruitcakey christmas puddingy sort of dried fruit and allspice type thing oh 100% yeah which is it it ah oh, i mean it just works you know this is so i suppose in in terms of it comparing it to something easily it's more more malt loaf than than brown bread perhaps on the palate
0: yeah, a little bit. Maybe not quite the sweetness you'd get from a malt loaf. Not quite, no.
1: It's a little bit dry. That's that a way, little bit dry,
0: but also that, that mouthfeel that you've got, again, mm. it's wonderful, beautifully well-rounded.
1: Yeah, um, it's I creamier to, than the last two.
0: It is. I wouldn't call it a thick beer still. No, no. Um, but it has, all, it just... has that depth and certainly...
1: Yeah, just full-bodied. Yeah,
0: If you compare sort of chewing a slice of bread to chewing a slice of malt loaf, you're getting more of that malt loafy sort of mouth feel from this. Definitely. Yeah,
1: actually that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I like that. I mean, obviously we're dribbling on quite a lot and this is, well, we're not exactly saying anything negative here inevitably, but it's a Trappist episode. So, you know, you, you can't have really tuned in expecting that you, 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 you wouldn't have been expecting anything other than frankly a peon so that's what you're getting well, it's you. a it's a damn fine beer once again were you expecting it's, any different it's absolutely we were.
0: outstanding i mean it's all three of them are fantastic examples of what you can do with really what is on the face of it really simple beers
1: to make yeah exactly but you done know, with simple but also complex simple but simple complex. but not easy maybe
0: but done with absolute experts and historically accurate tradition and process, yep. and yeah, it's just expertise.
1: Stuff. Yeah, it's it's beautifully, beautifully brewed beer, as of course it always is. And I think we should probably end this ridiculously over the top panegyric and get on with a with a rating. Go,
0: Do you know. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. Um I mean. I think this one for me is going to get a four.
1: Yeah, I can't see my um, way around giving it that. To be honest, you know, <laughs> it's it's just
0: it's quintessential. It, it's, yeah, it's it is crappiest at really in terms of yeah. style for me. It's it's really a, it's sort of its best. Really, I mean, yes, there it are is, others that yeah. sort of do go a little bit above and beyond, but this is just quintessential. I know, delightful. Exactly Want yep. to sort of mull over and have a, and take your time over and be patient with, mm-hmm. but just outstandingly brilliant.
1: Yeah, exactly. This this is this is Trappist beer. The beer, you know this this is the, the kind of thing that sums up Trappist beer for me. Fair. And all that's wonderful about it.
0: And indeed, all that is wonderful about it. And, and yeah. you know, I, With that said, I think there's not much to do at this point except say. An absolutely massive merci beaucoup to the phenomenal work that the uh, that the monks are doing in the monkery. Mm. Sorry, (laughs) Abbey.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. You gotta love those. Gotta love those monkeys. Monks.
0: Gotta love them. And as I say, been doing it for a long time. I love the fact. I know it's it's part of being Trappist and and you know the 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 orders that they're part of, but just that fact that. You know all the money really just goes back into sort of local community and just keeping the the, the brewery side of the abbey and indeed
1: the abbey itself just going exactly. It, it's so wonderful because there is that socially responsible side to it, which I think is just lovely. It's you know, everything about it is really good, you know, from every angle. So, yeah, merci beaucoup to all of, of the monks at uh Scarmont Abbey and Shime Brewery, as it's also known. Keep doing what you're doing, you know. Keep doing what you've been doing for over a century. Keep it, it's great. over a century and a half, and uh, we look forward to the century and a half to come. Well, oh, not God. all of it, probably. But
0: you know. well, I mean, hopefully, we'll both survive long enough to see hopefully. what they do for their two hundredth. <laughs> hopefully,
1: Sorry. a decent chunk of it, eh?
0: <laughs> we shall see. Um, but I mean, also, the only other, only other thanks to give to this episode is, oh God, no, it's you, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, yep, afraid so.
0: Um, yeah, thank you to to Matthew and Cambridge Wine Royston for having these on their shelves. I mean, they may not necessarily always have Chimay, although I think that is one of your general yeah. sort of stock Trappists, isn't it? But there are always yeah. Trappists on the shelf at CWR, even if it's not always the same one.
1: Absolutely. I make certain that we always have a well stocked shelf of trappist beers even if it's not necessarily these ones you will find trappist beers at cambridge wine Royston at all times so please do um please do check that out and uh, and enjoy some absolute crackers at time of recording we still have all three of these beers available on our shelves so you know if if you hear this please do pop on over to us or look us up online and and get ordering because by god these beers are worth it
0: they absolutely are. And I dare I also say, um, give them a phone call as well, because I, not that I wish to yeah. speak negatively of them, but they're not always brilliant at keeping the website up to date. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, genuinely, if there's something that you're looking for, if you think they might have it and, and it's not on the website, just give them a call. Um, and well, absolutely. May, they and they may yeah, still have it.
1: You know, we can I could put together a nice little trappist care package for you if you like of of some chimais and some other stuff you know we've got some we've got some really interesting trappist beers in at the time of recording and i'll I'll always make sure that we that we keep that up to date as it were so um yeah for all your trappist needs Mm -hmm. do give us a look but also obviously as always support support your local i was gonna say support your local trappist abbey i mean if that's the case then you, you you lucky bastard, yeah. But absolutely bloody do. <laughs> I mean, <to>
0: fair, <laughs> but
1: otherwise, if that's not the case, which it probably more likely than not isn't, um, support I, your local breweries yeah, and bottle shops instead.
0: Absolutely. I mean most independent beer shops are likely to have something trappisty on their shelves. I would say there's a fairly um, good chance, yeah. So support not your entirely, independence,
1: they deserve it.
0: I'm not entirely sure how many people we have um that tune in. From Belgium, but obviously, you are probably the most likely to have a Trappist monastery close to your doorstep, unless, of exactly. course, you are listening in the UK and live anywhere near Leicestershire, the Very home true. of the one and only British Trappist monastery Tint Mount Meadow. Mount St.
1: Bernard, Tint Meadow being the beer. Yeah, absolute beauty, that one. It's the only beer they produce. Um, so they, there is an officially certified Trappist beer in in the UK, there's one in the US as well Spencer, yeah, uh, St. Joseph's Abbey which is absolutely fantastic, one but three. the majority of them are in Belgium and the Netherlands so of course that's your most likely port of call
0: It is indeed and with that said there's nothing else for me to do except say from me Boozer and
1: me the slightly tiddly brain
0: He's being modest, it's not slightly <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening again and hopefully we haven't put you off from tuning in again
1: Certainly hope not. To Lou. Bye bye.